This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. With stories about terrorism in the news, it's natural to wonder how you might respond to an attack close to home. We'll hear from a domestic counterterrorism expert. Well, what you have is three options. You can run, hide, or fight. If there's no reason for you to stay where you are, then the best thing to do is evacuate. Get out. Then, an inspirational story of redemption from a former prison inmate who turned his life around and now mentors young people. I got a letter from my son that stripped away all the street toughness and made me step back and ask the tough questions of how I went from being a scholarship honor roll student who wanted to be a doctor to serving out my most promising years in solitary confinement. Those two stories and much more are coming your way on this week's InfoTrack. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. The news these days is often filled with headlines about terrorism. An attack can happen anytime and anywhere. What can each of us do to stay safe and protect our loved ones? Well, our next guest has some answers. He's Robert Sholley, a retired Army colonel, best-selling author, and a member of the United Nations International Peacekeeping Forces that won a Nobel Peace Prize. He's also a recognized expert on counterterrorism and international security assessments. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, sir. So when we're out and about with our family, even at a shopping mall or a movie theater, are there things we can do to minimize our risk? Yes, there are. And first off, I would like to say that the American public has gone back to sleep after 9-11 and San Bernardino and that sort of thing. You know, people take everything for granted that it's all going to be the same and it's never going to be the same again. So there are things that you can do. And the important thing is to change the mindset of the individual. If you're in a mall, you know where the exits are in case something happens, a shooter event or a terrorist attack or something like that, where are the entrances and the exits? And most people will know the exit that they came in, and if they're in a mall that they frequent very often, they will think that they know the mall. But I'll bet that most of them have no idea where all the exits are. And if you think about it, the stores that are on the exterior of the mall itself all have to have fire exits. And that's the way they get merchandise delivered as well. So if something happens in one area, head for those stores that are on the outside of the mall and exit through their back doors. If you're on the interior of the mall, many of those stores will have back alleys or back corridors that the employees use. And those corridors are not something that the general public ever knows about. They're used primarily for the employees. In many cases, Nowadays, when you have new construction with new stores coming on, the designers have built a physical security room into those. I was at a mall the other day, and I happened to ask, it was happened to be Microsoft. I said, what happens if a shooter shows up outside your store here and starts shooting things? And he said, well, we practice this. We pick up our employees and our customers, and we go into our safe room that we have in the back of the store. And he says, and then we wait for an all-clear, somebody to come tell us it's okay to come back out. So new stores that are being built in the malls will often have a safe room for customers and employees. 
What is your opinion? Uh, we often hear when there is an active shooter situation, authorities will say shelter in place. Is that a good idea or should people not shelter in place? Well, what you have is three options. You can run, hide, or fight. And if you hear gunshots or disturbance down at one end of the mall and there's no reason for you to stay where you are, then the best thing to do is evacuate. Get out. Leave the area. Now, if you happen to be too close to do that and you can actually see where things are happening and you can't get out very quickly, then the best solution is to hunker down, hide in place. And here again, that's some of those stores will have safe rooms that you can use or some will have offices that can be locked and you can hide into those. Now, a lot of people don't understand cover and concealment. If you're concealed, that just means that somebody can't see you, but it doesn't stop any flying debris like bullets and that sort of thing. If you find cover, on the other hand, that means you're both concealed and behind something that will protect you. A rack of clothes is not going to protect you, so you need to find something a little better than that. We're talking on InfoTrack with Robert Shawley, a retired Army colonel with experience in counterterrorism. What is your take on the situation in the United States at this point? Is it inevitable that there will be more terrorist attacks, and will they be worse? I think so. That's my opinion. We have great law enforcement agencies and intelligence agencies, and they stop so many attacks and plots and plans that we will never know about. But they can only do so much, and there are some that are bound to leak through. And yes, I firmly believe that there will be other attacks that we will not be able to stop, and if it's another bombing or even if it's a shooting, you know, it doesn't have to be a foreign terrorist or jihadist. You know, we have these domestic terrorists, you know, mindless violence who shoot up schools and churches and those sort of things, primarily not necessarily from a terrorist because they want to show fear, but because they want to take revenge or get back at somebody. You know, the office businesses that we have are from disgruntled employees and people who feel that the company has done something to them or is not giving them their right. So, yep. I'm a firm believer that it's going to happen. And the faster that an individual gets the mindset of being aware of his surroundings and on the lookout for things that are strange around him, no matter where he is, the better off and more protected the American public will be. How prepared should the average homeowner be, the average listener to our show, in terms of having a food supply, a water supply, those sorts of things that we're sometimes urged to have? Well, I'm not a firm believer in being a dyed-in-the-wool prepper, but if you live in an area of natural disasters, and by the way, I count terrorist-type activities in that same category as natural disasters, so you need to be prepared for that. You need to have some water set aside, dried foods or canned foods, we had a big hurricane here three or four years ago. We were out of electricity for three or four days, and that causes a hardship. The grocery stores are not working. The gas stations aren't working. So, yep, you need to take a look at what you've got. In terms of our nation's infrastructure, dams, tunnels, bridges, is this something that the average person should think about and perhaps keep an eye out for anything strange that's happening in those areas? 
I've done a great deal of general assessments, security assessments and vulnerability assessments of infrastructure in the United States, and dams and power places and ports and airports and that sort of thing. And the average person probably doesn't need to worry about that, except from the standpoint of if you see something that looks suspicious, like somebody's taking a picture of a bridge or somebody's taking a picture of federal buildings or things like that, and they appear to be just a little bit more than the normal tourist, then they probably should be reported and the person should be aware that this is not normal. And if it is somebody who's innocent, then, you know, everything's still going to be okay. But if it's not something that's innocent, they've done the country a service. As we wrap this up, do you have any uh, final words of advice for our listeners in terms of staying safe and also helping our nation stay safe? Well, as I pointed out at the beginning of our discussion, get the mindset and look and check to make sure that you understand what's going on around you. If you see somebody who's dressed in clothing that's inappropriate for the weather, take a look at him. If you find somebody in a crowded place and he's mumbling to himself and he doesn't have an earbud for a telephone in his ear, he may be saying his prayers prior to pushing a button. If you see somebody wearing one glove, oftentimes suicide bombers, will use one glove to hold their trigger in place. If somebody is sweating abnormally in cool weather or in air conditioning, check them out. Maybe report them to the authorities. It's always better to report something than it is to not do that. The people in San Bernardino didn't report what they knew and what they saw in their neighbor's house, and it turned out to be a disaster. So I would suggest that people be aware and get the mindset that they need to know what their surroundings are like and what's normal and abnormal. And in that way, they can help the law enforcement do their jobs as well. Robert Shawley, a retired Army colonel with tremendous experience in the military and counterterrorism and international security. How can our listeners find out more about you and your work? Go to roberthshawley.com, and I've got some blogs that will provide some additional information. Thank you so much for joining us today. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Next, convicted of crime, sent to prison. Then he turned his life around. The inspiring story, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.